Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, December 6th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach, appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks, Allie. We'll get started here with Ruben Frank and then John McMullen. Hey, Nick, uh, a couple injury things. Uh, how did Jason Kelsey come out? What do you know about his his status? Um, are you confident Jordan Howard will be available? You didn't put him on IR. Uh, are you confident you'll have him when you guys get back? And the, the weekly uh, anything new with Brandon Brooks question, do you, do you anticipate having him maybe when you get back? Uh, Jason, you know, obviously everybody holds their breath when something like that happens to Jason got good, good positive, uh, news back on him today. So, you know, I'm not going to put a timetable on anybody as you guys know, but well, we're hopeful, um, you know, after the bye, he'll be ready to go. Same thing with Jordan Howard, again, not going to put a timetable on, uh, on anything, but we're hopeful. His, we know that his, his rehab is progressing and he's doing better each day. Um, and then again, I'll have more information after the after the bye week there with, with Brandon Brooks. Go ahead, John, and then Martin Frank. Hey, Nick. A uh, couple other guys got nicked up, I guess, as well. Steve, Steve Nelson, uh, Patrick Johnson. Any any updates on those guys? And and also uh, Stout, if if you have anything uh, you can add or, or or where Stout is right now. Yeah. Uh, Patrick and and Steve, they should be good after you know after the bye. Um, with Stout, um, yeah, he he you know he's in he was in today. Uh, he was in just just like normal today, so he seemed like completely back to himself. Uh, I'll let him kind of answer those questions uh, about anything. You know, when you guys talk to him, you guys can ask him those. those I don't I don't want to put his business out there, but he was back. He was back on the sideline for the second half. I was sure glad to see him. And he was back at work like uh, today, uh, rearing and ready to go. He's he's really important to this this coaching staff and this team. Uh, he's the best offensive line coach I've ever been around, and uh, um, you know just excited that he's here and he's ha- and he's healthy and he and he's uh, on this on the staff. Go ahead, Martin, and then Mike K. I'm Nick. I guess uh, with all the Gardner Minshew questions yesterday, we didn't really get a chance to ask you about the defense. Um, what, what kind of changed in the second half? I mean, do you think a lot of it was kind of a result of the fact that the offense just had the ball for so long and kept them off the field? I think it was like 22 to 8 as far as uh, time of possession was concerned. Yeah, that time of possession thing, though, goes both ways. It's Yeah, it's one because of how the offense is playing, but also the defense is forcing three and outs. I thought the – I thought – or, you know, forcing them to punt. I thought the defense did a really nice job, you know, uh, after that, after that third possession where they went down and scored, you know, I thought they did a really good job of adjusting, um, adjusting the what they needed to adjust to to put our guys in position to to succeed. And the guys did a good job of of handling the adjustments and and going from there. And so, um, you know, again, like you know, it, the first three series didn't go at all how we wanted it to go, um, but they really had that dog mentality and that that hey, brush it off and just play the next play. And they really, they really played awesome defense from from there on out. And so, um, you know, and sometimes it's like that, right? You never want it to be like that. I get it, uh, but sometimes it is. And you want to be able to win every different way in this league. And so we were able to 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 start slow on defense yesterday and finish fast. And and uh, and that was good to see. Mike and then Zach Berman. Hey Nick, um, after watching the tape, I mean, we obviously saw that Dallas was super productive yesterday. But what do you think made him so effective, and how did he step up uh, from a leadership standpoint with Jalen uh, sideline? 
Yeah, you know, what what Dallas had a couple, you know, the big long play, you just saw his speed, you know, going through the middle. And, and sometimes you get him matched up on those linebackers or safeties on the inside. And he, you know, he, he is fast. You know, he can really, really run. And you saw what you saw what he did when he got matched up with, with Mosley there yesterday uh, on that vertical route. So that was really good to see. And then just to be able to get the ball in his hands on some screens, some easy touches. This guy is a monster when he gets the ball in his hands. He's big, he's strong, he's hard to tackle. And so if we can get the ball, and, and I think our guys, uh, you know, our, our offense alignment are good in the screen game. So if we can get those guys out in front of them and then make these defensive backs tackle them in space, I mean, that was that's what we wanted to do. And so, you know, anytime you have a guy down, it's, it's like who's going to step up. Obviously, Gardner did a great job of stepping up and stepping in uh, when Jalen was down, but you know, especially at that quarterback spot, you want everybody to step up around it too, right? You want the offensive line to play good, you want the defense to play good, you want special, you know, and and that's and that's where I saw his leadership uh, abilities. Like he stepped up and made plays uh, for a guy that was starting his first game for the for the year. Go ahead, Zach, and then Jeff McLean. Hey, Nick, Devontae Smith took his lowest percentage of snaps this season, and he took the the third most of wide receivers. Why was that? Uh, you know, with with uh, a couple of the things that we had in that game, uh, we were in 13 personnel and we were r- running some good things out of 13 personnel. And we were having some success um, in the run game and in the play action game. And then that and with who we wanted in there in 13 personnel, um, with what we were asking them to do in 13 personnel, uh, what, that was Rager. That's where Rager got a lot of a lot of those snaps. Um, and so that's just the way it went. I'm not going to apologize. We didn't punt until the last series of the game. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's just the way it went that game. And that's how and that's the flow sometimes. Um, and so that's that's kind of why why it went that way, though, Zach. So no injury with him? That, no. That, that no he, okay. Yeah, he's he's good. He's in, he's he's feeling good and um, be good to even get an, a bye week there to get him even more rested and, and see how, him be even faster for coming back after bye. Thanks. Go ahead, Jeff and then Dave Zangaro. Uh, I guess Zach took, Zach took my question, so uh, I'll uh, I'll just here. Uh, what's your what's the schedule going to be like this week for uh, your coaching staff and for the players, and then next week uh, when you guys uh, reconvene? Yeah, um, players. We work today. I uh, brought them in today. I'm going to let them be off the rest of the week. Again, we're in a late buy here. And so, you know, I think it's really important that they step away, um, get their bodies, especially get their bodies right. But, um, and, and, yeah, but I know their mind, I know a lot of their minds are going to be thinking about, you know, coming back and playing. I think we're football, all of us, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing for the coaches. We're going to work tomorrow as coaches, and Wednesday will be up in the air of what we're going to do. Um, but I want our coaches to get away so we're fresh and ready to go and, and, and rearing to go when we get back in. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we're going to be we're going to be away. But I know, like I said, we're football guys. We, we're going to think about football. We're going to watch football when when we're away. Uh, I'm going to go to my son's flag football game on, on Wednesday and watch some football there. I'm going to watch the Thursday night game. Uh, with the Steelers and the Vikings. I'm going to watch football all week. I'm going to watch the Army-Navy game on Saturday. It's just, that's who I am, and that's, who I, that's what I like to do. And so, uh, and so we'll be away um, and recharging, but I know our guys, I know we'll be on that group text with the coaches or the players and, and talking about plays that are happening in the games that we're watching that week. I don't know how many coaching points I'll have for my six-year-old's flag football game, but if there's something to learn, we'll learn from it.
I had Dave and then Chris Franklin. I look forward to seeing those wrinkles, Nick. Um, <laughs> as, you have a bunch of rookies that are contributing this year. How real is the rookie wall? And, and how, uh, how do you try to prevent that and make sure those guys are productive down the stretch? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think the rookie wall is usually happening. You know, it's happened a little bit earlier if if it, if it would have happened, and uh, and so I don't I don't I don't put much into it. I know that you know. I think if you talk think things like that, I think if you talk about more, uh, I think you 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 kind of bring it to fruition a little bit more. So I, we don't really do a lot of talking about it, um, but. I feel like the way we are handling our guys as the year, not just the rookies, but everybody, as we're handling guys throughout the year, right? We've went to walkthroughs on Wednesday, right? We've, um, you know, that way we can have our Thursday and Friday practice the same way. And so I know that helps helps us in a long season. And so it's just not about the rookies. It's about helping all of them. Um, but we know we're getting really good contribution from our rookies, so we want to continue that. And so uh, we're always thinking about the players' health first and foremost and how we can keep them fast and physical and aggressive throughout the entire year. And, uh, you know, obviously that's a group effort with myself, uh, the strength and conditioning staff, and, and our training staff and doctors. And Howie. Go ahead, Chris, and then Rob Motti. Hey, Nick, in 2018, when you were at the Indianapolis Colts, you guys started off really slow, and then you guys went on that run and be able to make the playoffs. You guys are in a similar situation now. Do you take anything away from that from that scenario to use for this year? And how similar are the teams, not just like personnel, but like on the field and off the field? Yeah, you know, what you take from it is that, you know, you can't win them all. You can't win all your games in one week, right? We taught, we had that one and no mentality in, in Indy, and I'm going to think the same way here. You know, what are we going to do to beat the the Washington football team, right? That's that's our first and foremost goal. You know, obviously get your bodies right here, but, you know, what are you going to do to win, be one and know it? And that's kind of the mentality that we have. It's about our process, about how we go through the week, how we put ourselves in position to go one and know each week not thinking too far ahead, learning from your past mistakes, learning from your past uh, successes, but not thinking about those, but being completely in the moment. And that's been the similarity, uh, I believe, is, is uh, you know, just staying in the moment of one game at a time, one game at a time, one game at a time, one play at a time, over and over and over again. And so that's, that's the major similarities. You know, you see, you know, I felt, I felt like we were uh, a team that, that was tough in Indianapolis, um, and and I felt like that was kind of like we became tough in Indianapolis. That's 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 how I felt in that 2018 season. We became tough. I believe this team was tough from the beginning, right? Because of the leaders that we have on this team and, and the and the guys that have been here in the past. And I just think that that's that's showing up over and over and over again. And that we're a, a tough, hard nosed football team um, that that's winning games up front uh, on the offense and defense line. Go ahead, Rob, and then Bo Wolf. Hey, Nick, you're going to come back from the bye no worse than a game out of a wild card spot and possibly even tied for the sixth seed in the NFC. How far ahead of schedule are you guys from when you came in here and essentially took over a team that was rebuilding? I know you like to use the word retooling, but how far ahead of schedule are you? Uh, you know, I think, obviously, I'd like to be uh, in a better shape. There's some games out there that we – that we feel like we could have could have got earlier in the year that that we didn't and uh, um, but you know our job is to to try to win every single game and so my mind is in a, a mindset of 
you know, whatever we got to do to win each and every game, that's what we're going to do. And so I don't want to look at it as ahead of schedule. I like the w- – w- all I really care about is uh, getting a little bit better each day. I know you're not going to go like this each day, right, where you're just shooting up the, the charts. Each, but can we just do this each day? And I think the teams that do – that do just get a little bit better every day. And we have formula of how we want to do that. It's just not like a blind statement of, hey, get a little bit better every day and we leave it at that, right? We have a formula of how we want to do this. And for the teams that do that, that puts you on schedule of, of being the best team that you can be that year with the, the guys and the coaches and the players that you have on that team. And so I like the progression we're on um, because I do believe that that's what we've done each year or pardon me, each each day I was just getting a little bit better, getting a little bit better, and that's been the message. Uh, and we got we got some great leaders on this team that enforce that message. All right, we have time for two more. So we'll end it here with Bo and then Tim McManus. Hold on a sec. Uh, hey, hey, Nick, uh, two questions quickly. What did you think of C.J. Mosley's comments that you guys, uh, you know, disrespected them to some capacity? And then did you see uh, the video of Gardner celebrating with his dad? What was your reaction to that? Yeah, I, I got a little bit of that. I think you broke off a little bit, but I'll answer, I think, think I heard both of them. Um, obviously, um, I'm really close with my dad. And so to see, you know, to see Gardner be able to celebrate with his dad like that after a game, that, that hit me. And that was kind of special to me just because I know how close I am with my dad. So that was a really cool video. I think those are the, uh, I, I just, I really, I really like seeing like stuff like that. Like it, it, sometimes you, you feel like, you know, you see, you know, see too much of the negative stuff and you don't see stuff like that. And so to be able to see that and seeing him just have that moment with his dad, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty special. Um, as far as, uh, CJ Mosley's, uh, comments, um, you know, obviously, we always just want to be respectful to our opponents. Uh, I did like, I did like Fletch's response to that they didn't shake hands. Well, at least they hugged uh, before the game. So I thought that was clever by by Fletch. But we we respect the Jets. I, I I do believe that we respect every opponent we play. Um, I, you know, I I have a ton of respect for uh, Coach Sala and the job that he's doing. I want to continue to have that relationship with him. Uh, we know similar people because I want to. I want to continue to practice against them uh, in training camp. I think that. I think that uh, that was good for both sides to be able to do that. And so we just want to keep that relationship uh, going. Uh, but you know, I, you know, I understand uh, the frustrations that happen out there. And so um, you know, no, no other comment than 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 that right there. Go ahead, Tim. Nick, seems like uh, Landon Dickerson's been playing at a pretty high level. Curious what you've seen out of him of late and if there's any kind of comp uh, from an offensive lineman you've you've watched or, or been around for Landon. Yeah, you know, Landon's, I think you see him kind of getting a little bit better each week, and that, that happens. Like when you're when you're a young player, particularly, you can make some make some big strides there of, you know, just the, you know, he, I, you, you kind of look at it like he's not really a rookie anymore because we're almost past 10 games that he's that he's played. And so, you know, he's just continuing to get better. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's some I don't I know this is high praise, but I do just see some of the um, physical um, physical movements uh, that kind of like Quentin Nelson had. Like I do, there are some things that I have that I see. I'm like, oh, that, that looked like that like looked like Quentin right there. Um, obviously I think Quentin's a, a great football player 
And uh, so that's a high praise um, because, I, you know, Quentin's done a lot for me in my career and the, the teams that I've been on. Um, but uh, I, I do see that every once in a while, like where I'm like, hey, that 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 movement looked like uh, Quentin right there as a comp goes. Um, but, you know, I just see Landon playing tough and playing physical, which is and playing, you know, nasty. Right. And then which is what you want out of your offensive line. And so uh, the, he's getting more confident, more comfortable, uh, you know, being on that offensive line. And he's got he's got one of the best uh, centers to ever play this game next to him, helping him through it. I mean, what a what an opportunity for him to play again, play alongside Jason Kelsey and kind of help him through uh, that first year and and and, and forward. Um, and then also the being able to have combination blocks with Jordan Mulata. Jordan Mulata is huge. And so now you get those two huge bodies on the left side working combinations blocks, whether that's on the front side of a run, which you saw on the touchdown run by Kenny, working a combination block into the linebacker, or whether that's on the back side of a run where they're working that combination block. You just see, you know, so um, he's got two good guys to work with and uh, uh, alongside of him too. And then co- obviously Coach Stout's a great coach that's continuing to develop him along. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time, Coach. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.